Hi guys, how is it going? I'm Gian Dakai and you are listening to the Productivity Sundays podcast where we try to be our best selves every day by listening to an episode of this podcast every Sunday. Today, I'll be talking with the host of the Kingdom Lens podcast. He's a highly acclaimed pastor and a passionate educator. He helps many people with his podcast, his inspiring messages, and his life changing lessons. Let's get productive with Job Wahiman. Are you ready? Roll that intro. Ready to take your life to the next level? You're listening to the Productivity Sunday podcast where we talk about changing our lives for the better in the next 15 minutes or less. And now, your host, top-rated freelancer on multiple platforms, Gian Dakai. Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome to the Productivity Sundays podcast. Today, I'm joined with one of these amazing podcasters here in the Philippines today. He is the podcast host for The Kingdom Lens. Let's welcome Job Wahiman. Hi, everyone. Awesome. So, what exactly is The Kingdom Lens? We don't have to get into detail. Maybe just an overview of your podcast so that our listeners know sure uh this started with a passion for uh helping fellow uh christians because um, okay. i feel like we've gotten so much uh the online citizenship Parang naging, uh, we've become so much a netizen that for those who are actually abiding to the Word of God to the Bible to those who are Christians basically are supposed to be the first ones to be salt and light to be the ones who are expressing the goodness compassion but apparently I've I've been noticing that ah, there's so much corruption pollution online uh, even even around and it's so sad that even fellow Christians are the ones who are doing those things so I figured okay come up with a uh, podcast series that going to remind fellow Christians. I'm a kind of person who actually wants to involve everyone. But since this was a passion, okay, it's really a specific one. I, was, I said to myself, okay, I'm okay to start with one podcast that will be limited first. Because in the first place, if people who are not Christians would listen to it, they'd understand the goal. They understand mm-hmm. that, okay, here's a fellow Christian telling other Christians, guys, you're supposed to be the first ones to express compassion. You're supposed to be yeah. the first ones to express all these things. And so that's the kingdom lens. Basically, uh, daily living issues and concerns with the lens of God's kingdom, making sure that we're able to see things in the way that if God would were to, were to see it, we would have the same lens as well. Amazing. Well... Let's be sure to check that out. Anyway, so on to the topic at hand. I want to talk about FOMO and FOBO. For those who are not familiar with that, FOMO is the fear of missing out and FOBO is the fear of better options. So let's start with the fear of missing out. It borders on peer pressure, right? You agree? When when we see someone online, especially those influencers, they, they have these things going on, these, 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 a lot of things. And we as as individuals who follow them, because they're doing it, I want to do it as well. 
what's your general opinion of the fear of missing out? I think the fear of missing out is uh, common to everyone. I think that uh, we've been we've been designed for community. Feeling, uh, I feel like uh, universally, there's that inner need to be part of a community. That's why the fact that the influencer generation came came about. Um, whoever is popular and whoever is most followed, people tend to want to be part of that community. If not as a Uh, as a member of the community, maybe just as a follower of that community. Mm-hmm. And you know, the thing about uh, the difference between TV uh, in the past generation and the generation of the influencers mm-hmm. now is the the ones who are watching them, the ones who are following them, they're not just viewers. Eh? They're not just followers. They're actually considered to be part of that person's community. That's the difference now. Eh? The influencers tend to kind of make them feel like you're a part of my community. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I think that Whatever they influence you to do, most of the time it actually becomes like an automatic thing. Okay, I just okay, want okay. to do it. So there's so much fear of missing out. It has its negative effects, but yeah. the positive, if we're able to use it well, people will uh, immediately follow. Like for example, your podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure this yeah, will yeah. go. I'm sure this will go in terms of following, and immediately once there's so much following, people will just. Want to not miss out on any episode that they have. Oh, they thank you, with. thank you for that. Well, talking about that, right? Influencers creating a following. Do you think? Do you think there's a formula? Would you say? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm just one who keeps on reading and and learning. Yeah. I guess the most common is right now. Once you create a good content. And you're consistent about it. People will know that you're consistent about what you're producing. Then they'll keep on coming back. To be honest, um, there's the temptation always to think thousands and hundreds of thousands likes uh, and 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 listenership for your podcast for for my podcast personally. But even before I started my own podcast, I had to deal it with myself. I had to I had to deal it with myself. To resolve that, it, this is not going to be about how many people will listen to this. This is going to be about whether or not a certain number of people are uh, are given an impact. So just a few people message, messaging uh, for the first few episodes, messaging me that you, you keep doing content, you keep doing this. And a few people coming to me say, I've been waiting for another episode. That's already enough for me to say, okay, I should keep creating because there's people out there who are waiting to listen to it. And it's not so much about how many follows you get. And as you keep creating, as you are consistent with uh, the uh, the discipline, I think mm-hmm. it's automatic that when once there are certain people who will really like the kind of content that you will produce. So it's not really about, okay, this productivity podcast has a lot <laughs> more uh, niche. Or this one has less niche. Yeah. It's really, I, to me, it's really more of: Am I able to reach out to my niche? Okay. What about the second? Fobo. Yeah, fear of better options. We're always presented with choice nowadays, right? Which is better, option A, option B? Which school should I pick? Even though they do have advantages, there's also the con, right? Pros and cons. It's always like that. What do you think? Is one of the more serious problems when it comes to the fear of better options. 
one of the serious problems when it comes to giving in to so much fear of better options is when you come to a point when uh, where you're paralyzed already. Uh-huh. you feel like you're you're useless because you didn't end up in a better option. That's yeah. not good. Because I think whatever you believe in, whatever religion you belong to, there's always that part where there is a great destiny that awaits every one of us. And there's a plan for each one of us. The problem with comparison nowadays in, in our generation, it has been... I think some people say that, okay, this generation is so fed up with comparison. I don't think so. Every generation has that struggle of comparison. It's just uh, elevated and more magnified this season mm-hmm. uh, because of social media. And so the better, the fear of better option, it's okay to, to a point where it pushes us to be better. But yes. it shouldn't be uh, tolerated to a point that it paralyzes us. I've met some students because I uh, I serve with the next generation. I've I've met some students and talked to some who really get paralyzed after failing an exam from Ateneo. Okay. And you know what makes them get up? It's really just us listening to them and and and, and after listening to them, just remind them that you know there's something that awaits you. And probably the reason why you're paralyzed is because you're pressured with the idea that you're not going to end up with the things you imagined it to be. Mm-hmm. And the, the kind of imagination you had was actually based on the kind of picture that you've seen from other people. How about we tell our own story, Deba? I mean, yes. we, we need to embrace that, to be able to embrace our own stories, whether it's a better option or not. It's how we use of that option and make it a platform to be an, to make an impact in this lifetime and in this world. So that's what we've been. Uh, that's how we basically uh, get them back up. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Uh, in our own, uh, in our own, I know, in our own spectrum, we pray for them, we speak life to them. But I think that's it um, to make them realize that we're we're, we're not in control. And this yes. COVID-19 situation yeah. actually is a oh, yeah, reminder yeah, yeah. that we are never in control. And although it's a really sad uh, um, reality right now for a lot of our fellow citizens, and even globally, the, the ones who are sick, the ones who are threatened with a disease, even if it is the uh, situation now, also it's a good time to be reminded that we are never in control. Um, that this time around, we need to embrace the reality that because we are not in control, some options might need, might, might not be for us and some options might be for us. Mm-hmm. If the options that we imagine to have is, is not going to be the picture we will end up having, then you know what they call grieving? Then uh-huh, it's uh-huh. grieving, it's coming to terms that it didn't happen for me. And there might be something else that has to happen for me. So the fear of better options is good to push us, but bad when it paralyzes us. What do you think is a better way to choose? How do we make better choices? A sort of advice, right, to our generation today. And the, actually, not just our generation, to everyone. What is a better way to make our choices? I think excellence is always something that we need to strive for, right? I'm talking to everyone. I'm not just talking to the ones who are uh, having the, <laughs> sorry to say this, who are having the disease of wanting to perform and to be 
mm-hmm. to be uh, to always achieve um because i think it's a struggle for a lot of us uh, always wanting to be in the limelight always wanting to achieve always wanting to be perfect that's another conversation naman i'm talking to everyone basically as long as uh, we are always striving for excellence because we just know that it should be a value that we ought to have to be excellent mm-hmm. in everything we do you know excellence leave, leads us to places we have never imagined to be at um i remember people who graduated and they've just given too much 10 times better than the others um without even thinking having the motive na i'll do better than others because i want to be noticed it's really just a life lifestyle it's really just a a framework for them na, okay mm-hmm. i need to be excellent because it's just important in this lifetime and so once that excellence drives us i think that that the place where we can say okay it's this is a good place where i can say find better options the thing about excellence though is that even if you don't look for better options as long as you're giving your excellence i've seen a lot of people who without putting so much effort in looking for better options because they're really just excellent in what they do mm-hmm. right now where they are better options just keep coming their way If you are deciding on something right now to back out of something important, something big, if you're deciding to back out of something big because of fear, then that's wrong. And the only person who can say that it is fear that makes you want to back out of this important decision is you. I hope I said something that's good. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect, actually. Thank you so much. Well, you heard it, guys, from Job Wahiman. Thank you for having me here. Uh, it was a random thing uh, yesterday. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so nice meeting you as well. Good to have podcasters in the Philippines who are really wanting to make an impact for our listeners. Amazing. All right. Thanks so much. So, guys, what do you think? I hope you learned a lot from this episode. And as always, If you think this should be heard by someone, let them know. Actually, let everybody you know know about the Productivity Sundays podcast so we can start becoming our best selves every day, even if it's slowly. Again, you can find me on Facebook at fb.com slash giendakai. Don't forget to like the page and follow so you won't miss any episode which is strange because it's uh, basically just every Sunday. So I don't really understand why you keep missing it. Anyway, guys, let's all be more productive one Sunday at a time. I'm Gien Dakai. Let's talk again next Sunday.